This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the When Life Happens podcast. I am so excited we get another chance to live, to learn, and to grow together. <laughs> you nailed that, baby. <laughs> you know, it's it's you you did that a little bit too natural. I kind of almost feel like you're coming after my job. Okay, so Listen. you know, I, I, we, we may have something to talk about after we get off of here. I, but I could you sounded never do good. that. You I sounded could, good. I can yeah. never, but you interrupted me. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm your host, Stephanie Carol Jackson. Ow! <laughs> married to the infamous William Jackson. And I'm so excited to be the guest host, actually, just for today's episode, uh, because number one, tomorrow is a global holiday, and we're coming to the end of the year. It's not New Year's Eve, actually, everybody. It is William Jackson's birthday. Yeah, man. So we got to get the crowd. Come on. Can you answer my little burp, burp, burp. <laughs> Remix horn. Get some uh, applause in the background. It's a big day. Yeah, and it's you know, my birthday, December 30th. It's my birthday. And we love to celebrate. We love to celebrate life. And your life, to me, is so special. And you just have, like, you're a gift. So this this is something we have to do that's big. And so everybody, wish him a happy birthday today if you, or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this. Even if it's in the middle of the year, you can wish him a happy birthday. Just wish my happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, babe, that you came on to sort of just dialogue and discuss um, just where we are. We're coming to the end of another year. We're preparing for an amazing 2024. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we always have these conversations in private where we're doing vision casting and dreaming and check-ins. And, you know, I kind of wanted to just have a moment where we could do some reflections. And, you know, if you have anything, I'm going to sort of sit back and be a guest (laughs) and uh, I'm going to let you lead, you know. So I'm excited excited about the conversation and what we're going to talk about today. I don't know what we're going to talk about. So it's going to be fun. I literally asked him, can I get some notes? Can I give you the questions ahead of time? (laughs) And he refused. He said, let's just keep this super authentic. So you guys are getting the real deal. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Jackson household. Come on. But thank you for having me, babe. This is special. And we can put this in our little time capsule in our love story. I love it. Um, So let's start off with my first question. Um, Just to recap the last year, the Mm -hmm. last 300 and some days that you, whenever you're watching this, um, when, when did you realize that you were really in your full potential and purpose in the last year? Oh, you're coming out the gate with something heavy. Okay. (laughs) When did I realize I was in my full potential and purpose? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, this past year has been a very interesting one, uh, for me and for us collectively and for you, even as a business owner, um, we've seen so much change and so much fluctuate and through the course of development, I realized even more so that your purpose, I used to think that achieving your purpose was a destination, right? Like you would arrive, like I in my purpose, but I've realized over the past few years, how purpose continues to evolve. So you reach the level of purpose for the season, Mm -hmm. but as the season grows or the seasons change and you grow, so does your purpose. So I feel like that it's been an evolutionary season where I just continue to evolve and, you know, step into different areas, doing different things in different ways. And, um, I don't know when necessarily I felt like I was operating fully in a level of purpose. I just felt like this entire year has been purposeful Mm -hmm. because there's been monumental highs and life changes and stepping into new areas of life and, and love and leadership and ministry and stuff that said that I would never do again, (laughs) you know? So it's been one of those years of just learning and growing and developing, but I've realized just how much of purpose evolves. And, and as you, the key 
of actually attaining it is really evolving with it and not getting stagnant. It's like the pendulum swings in each direction. And if you get stuck on that first swing, then you'll mix and miss the next wave. So um, I don't know if I answered your question, but that's kind of just been my thought process of yeah. I don't know if I've evolved or reached a place where I feel like I am operating in my greatest level of purpose. I've just felt like I've evolved a lot this year and stepped into new things. I love that. I love that you, that concept that it's not a destination. It's like a constant space. It's Mm -hmm. a constant journey. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Yeah. And you said something powerful. You said, I stepped into things that I said I would never do. (sighs) What? Tell us more about that. Yeah, man. You know, what's funny for me, it's because I've always been, I grew up in the church and I was raised um, in the aspects of, you know, leading people and, and leading areas in my local ministry. And like a lot of us, I experienced um, some very severe church hurt, mm-hmm. um, which caused me to sort of say, you know, no, I'm never going to sort of lend my gifts there because I think church is the place where people go to be the most vulnerable. You open up your mind, body, soul, and spirit. And when you're that open and you experience a level of hurt or devastation, it becomes devastating almost to the point to where it can cripple you and really cause you to say, I'm never going to do that again, which is what a lot of people do when you get hurt. And that's not just in the area of church. It's in relationships. It's in starting a new business venture and you experience a wound that's severely deep and you say, I'll never do that again because I never want to experience that hurt again. But we're talking about the evolution of purpose, realizing how much the wounds and the failures were so necessary in the area of development to prepare you, to prepare me, to prepare us for the place that we're in now. You walk away with so much strength and wisdom and you know what to do and how to lead people more effectively. So, you know, I said that I would never, ever, ever, ever (laughs) step back into places uh, of leadership within the church. But um, just this past month, we uh, stepped back into areas of leadership within our church. And um, it's an exciting time. Uh, It's a very very sobering thing for me just because I hold that in very high regard, you know? So, um, so yeah, I think that the part of growth is when you get to the place where you said that hurt that time, but that was that time and being able to separate that moment from this moment, because if I continue to allow that moment to keep me from this moment, then I'll never step into purpose for real. Yeah. That was beautiful to see, too. I mean, top of the year, all the way to the last month of the year. Yeah. How so much changed. Yeah. And, and you, too. Last- I mean, yeah. you've stepped back into places of, you know, leading in, in ministry that you've been out of in for seven years. Yeah. You know, and how did that feel? I know, <laughs> oh you're, I know you're asking me questions, this but, you know, I like, to, I like to take over. <laughs> I just have a, that, that on me. I'm working okay, on it. Okay, Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> So how did that feel to me? I, I, you know, it took, I would have to say the same thing, piggybacking off of what you said. It was a space that I was ready for because I think I did the, the constant healing and removing. And I think it just, I needed to go through that space and season. And, you know, I personally wanted to do it when I felt the 100% green light Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do it too prematurely because even when you stepped into ministry before me, I'm like, oh, I would love to do that together because we do so much together. Mm -hmm. And I love to like walk in partnership with you in in so many things. But it was it felt it just felt right. It felt really right. So it's funny we both did it the same month. Yeah, it's key that, you know, to not jump back in things prematurely because I think we can have a tendency to believe that we're ready because that desire or that burning desire is still there. And we still have that, um, what I call the purpose itch where it's like, Ooh, I just need to scratch that. I need to get back into there. Something that's calling me there. But 
taking that time to make sure that this is not an emotional decision, but it's also in alignment with everything spiritually, mentally, am I fully ready and in a place where I can step into it completely and give it my all Mm -hmm. without any residue of the past? Like, cause that's huge. That's huge. Cause people step back into things with the residue of what you just came out of. And then that automatically taints the next place and space that you go into and it, it, it you nailed it when you said alignment I think you know a lot of times when you when you add one more thing to your plate you know we're business owners we're parents we're married like all the the stuff in life when you're like oh let's throw ministry in there too you know that we look at that as such a big hat to wear a big role yeah and I think it's important to also know like is this gonna still be in alignment with all my other life roles Mm -hmm. as a father, as a mother, as a husband, as a wife and business owner. Like, can we be everywhere (laughs) and do it all? Yeah. And I think we finally found that like sweet spot, you know, that balance. So I think that's so good. Oh yeah. And doing it at a high level, you know, we just don't want to do it. We want to excel in it. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I took over your interview. Okay. Back to me now. I'm going to throw it back to you. I need one of those like lights, like where I can push the (laughs) button. Okay. So, um, what was one of the best like highlights of your year? Oh, wow. Um, best highlight of the year has to be when we celebrate our anniversary. You know, we went away um, and we were on the beach and it was just so awesome just to be able to cut off from the world Mm -hmm. and just be together and and really do some reflecting and and really have some fun and, you know, really just celebrate the journey of where we are and, and do some dream casting and walks on the beach and you know having a candlelight dinner on the beach and we just we had an amazing time we had an amazing time so for me and i'm not just saying that because you're here um but yeah that's probably that's probably the highlight for my year um just because you know people have a tendency to think that promote your relationship and you know you can because a lot of people live in the place and space that they're fronting and they're not living their authentic <laughs> life, oh, yeah. you know, but it's when you find someone that you're your purpose partner and your best friend, you know, when we get to do things together that are just you and I, because we're always running, it's just, it's, it's an amazing time to just get away and just grow and build together. So that was for me, that was probably my highlight i'm trying to think you know you get to the end of the year and it's like man where did the time go i'm that's the thing that sticks out for me so yeah yeah i would say that's number one and right right with it was when we were on stage together in ministry together oh yeah yeah yeah, that was huge that was for the big christmas services that was really fun yeah yeah so it's been, it's so been, good. it's been a great year. It's been a great year. Now tell me what was one of your challenges that you had to overcome this year that kind of popped up that you've never experienced? I don't know if I've never experienced, but I think I had a different approach to when life happens, you know, normally when things happen, my tendency is to try to figure things out in a way that I can get ahead of myself. I can get ahead of God and I can just start doing things and really take an intentional moment to stop and sit and analyze and to be open to what's happening, you know, to be connected to this moment and staying in this moment. I think that was my greatest challenge because as a visionary, I'm always thinking about the next, but I have a tendency or have had a tendency to be overly concerned about the next moment. And I'm overly focused and I'm always looking for the next thing. And this isn't big enough. And I'm not celebrating the the victories that I'm experiencing because I'm always on to the next. Mm-hmm. And I think my greatest challenge was being able to stay in the moment, to just be here, mm-hmm. to know that I hope for the next moment. But this moment is the one that I have actually. And and if I can just be completely present here and give my best to where I am 
that that will string me to another moment. That's going to string me to another moment. That's going to string me to another moment. But I was always trying to overly analyze what was coming that I couldn't be fully present in the now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a true benefit to really being present here in this moment, because there's so much that you can extract from this moment um, that literally has the ability to to give you all of the things that you need for the next moment. I honestly think that people go through cycles because they don't stop and really fully lean into this moment. Mm -hmm. If something bad happens, then the thought process is how can I manufacture and get out of this and manufacture another good moment? And I don't stop to lean in to see why did this happen? What can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. How can I lean into this moment? So that way I can have what I need for the next moment. So I think that that was my greatest challenge and the area of development was really just to stay here in this moment, mm-hmm. to just lean in and it. and sit and sit with it to a degree that you can really fully pull out what's necessary for this moment. So that way, because I just feel like a lot of people go through pain and they come out and they waste it. Mm-hmm. You go through things, hard times, difficulties, and you come out of it and you're not stronger or you're not wiser and you're actually a lot of times people come out worse because you're angry and you're bitter and you're resentful. And so when you can lean fully in and actually see things from the different perspective that's necessary, then when I come out of it, I come out of it better. And I think that's the goal whenever life happens is to come out of every season better. That's actually going to be, um, I'm just establishing that right now. That's going to be like my my new, um, not resolution, program. <laughs> my new commitment to me yeah. is uh, coming out of every season better. That's Everyone, cool. even the good seasons. Like, how can you come out of this season better? So, yeah. That's so beautiful. And here's the thing. We're keeping it really real. Yeah. This man, and, and another thing on that point, so many people also you say they waste their pain, but they also distract themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you guys a secret here about him. What is, this is so inspiring to me because I'm wired very similarly. Like we're the same in two different forms. <laughs> very true. <laughs> and a lot of people will try to cope through these seasons of the waiting and the feeling and sitting with it. Instead of being in that present space, they distract themselves with whatever, you yeah. know, being busy, being workaholics or whatever, any, yeah. any, whatever works to like help them get through that time. And I have to say, baby, it's so inspiring to watch you. This man does not scroll on his phone. <laughs> I, I almost get mad because I'm like, how is that? He's not human because I will be, you know, watching things to get inspired and sending him stuff and he'll send me stuff here and there. But you are not one to like when you're, bored or like your phone will just always stay charged because you're never on it. My phone <laughs> dies. You're always, he's the one who is like, okay, baby, you need to charge your phone. It's on 2%. And his phone just stays on hundred percent all day. He never just sits there and just mindlessly scrolls on Instagram or Facebook or anything. It's like mind blowing to me. You didn't even sit and watch like a lot of sports this year. Like you would check the games, but yeah. you're not like consumed by things. And I think that is so inspiring. I want to be more like you in that space because <laughs> I can quickly like get so distracted. I'm like, oh my God, a whole half hour just went by and I was, I'm up way later than I need to be tonight. <laughs> and I, you'll just be like, you do find fun games like yeah. to keep your mind fresh. But mm-hmm. like, I just love that about you. So there's a little secret you probably don't know about him. Should we share more? Well, yeah, it's your birthday. I can do this. Can, this is your interview. But I was going to say, I think that for me, um, the reason why that thank you for that compliment. I, I, I love you and appreciate you. Um, the reason why is just coming out of the hospital where life was, you know, almost over and, and things changed so drastically. It really put more of an emphasis on each moment, you know, and I came out knowing that the next moment isn't promised, mm-hmm. you know, so if this is the moment or this is the last moment. I hope for the next moment, yeah. but 
you know, I want to make sure that I'm maximizing it, you know, to a degree. And I just, I know how I get to where when I allow too much of anything into my gates, my, my mind, my eyes, when I allow too much, it just, it takes me off course. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, I feel it, you know, I feel it. So it's, it's, it's more of a protective thing for me. I think you need to make another addition to your title, like motivational speaker, author, moment maker <laughs> like you would just like make Mo- the moment what it needs to be i love that a moment maker I love it. so speaking of that um what are some hobbies have you developed any new hobbies this year uh new hobbies let's see um like for fun like what are like outside of things work i and- like to do for fun i'm i'm anything of course um that's exciting you know whitewater rafting i still want to go um skydiving yeah you know i still want to do that you know she won't let me ladies and gentlemen she keeps trying to tell me that you know i can't so i'm i'm still trying to push that so you guys if you run into her or or on on her social media just put let him skydive i'd appreciate that um but yeah i like to do anything anything fun like anything that is exciting adventurous um i'm becoming more of a lover of nature of course being married to you um i've always loved nature but like you're like a flower child like you can you know literally just lay out in the sun. and that's just one of those things you know that we're just different you know i i can't i hate being hot so um i we have to that. be we learned that real quick we learned that we learned that you know um so it's it's but yeah i like doing anything that that sparks something in me that makes me feel alive. And I'm usually in those places when I'm doing something fun or something creative or something that taps into. So like name one thing that was like this year. Um, like when we went white water rafting. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. That was huge. That was so, you know, then we, we did the gun range, you yeah, know, that was um, axe throwing was able to do that. Um, uh, football, you know, play some flag football. So, I mean, yeah. anything stuff like that is fun. I love um, it. super fun. Uh, there are certain things that I definitely want to try and certain things that I won't like I'll skydive, but I won't bungee jump. You know, <laughs> it just, to me, bungee jumping is, oh, God. I don't understand it. I right. I can't even picture both of those. Like, I have a fear of heights. So if gotta... I jump off, this is, this is my thing. If I jump off, I feel like because I'm so tall and so big that the bungee is going to stretch a little too far <laughs> and I'm going to smack something. But oh, the, the, the issue is, is that I'm going to bounce back up and then come back and smack <laughs> it again. Right. And that's the part where I'm just like, Probably okay, like four or five I got to draw a line here. <laughs> There's certain parts of this. I just refuse to do. Oh, um, so yeah, but I mean, I, I, let me see. What, what else you tell me? What, what are some things you think? that you've seen me do for fun. Like I'm, it's been kind of a focused year. Yeah. You know, this has been kind of, we had a lot of travel. That was a big, yeah, we did a lot of travel. We did a lot of travel. I think we Um, talked about that. So go back to his other podcast. So you can hear his stories from (laughs) traveling. So, um, yeah, I like to do anything fun. What was your favorite place that you traveled Mm. this year, this past year? You're probably going to say your anniversary. Yeah, I mean, it well, was. We had a fun spring break too. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything has its own unique experiences, you know, yeah. like. Um, just traveling in general. Yeah, I just like being on a road, you know. Can I tell people about your fun travel quirks? What are my travel quirks? <laughs> he has a few. Okay, so first, <laughs> if you ever travel with William Jackson, uh-huh. he has to be the first one on the plane. Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's thing. let's park right here. Okay, so I don't believe. Here's the thing. This is my thing with time, right? I hate to be late, like for anything. Like I don't care if it's not even my thing. Like if we say, hey, you know, if my wife says, hey, I need to be somewhere by six thirty, I'm like, okay, cool, and. 
if she says she needs to be there at 630, then I'm stressing because if we're not there at 620, she's like, no, but I, it's not going to start to 645. Like, I just don't like to be late. Time is a, time is a touchy subject. Time is super touchy for me. Super and I touchy. like to be the last one on the plane. Yeah. Not really the last, but like, I don't want to go sit in this claustrophobic space. Mm hmm. All tight next to everybody, and I'm, I'm even always when we're first too, class. I don't want to be yeah, just sitting there waiting and watching everybody walk by and bump our shoulders. For me, it's strategic too because it's <laughs> the about bag. the the bags. It's about the head <laughs> the head space. You know, the overhead space because that fills up quick. Yeah, and one of the worst things you can do is get on a plane and have to w walk four or five rows back to find somewhere to put your bags. That's true. Like, I, I like to get in, just get comfortable, just settle in, and just. And we had a moment where yeah. we were the last one because we almost missed that one. Almost flight. missed Something it. happened. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, our transfer or something mm -hmm. happened. And uh, my sweet baby, you you never get. But when you're stressed, you handle stress so well. <laughs> You just kind of get this look on your face and your one eyebrow does that whole thing. <laughs> the raise. And then I see the sweat start to come off the forehead. And I'm like, oh, oh, we got to move. <laughs> we got to get on this plane right now. <laughs> so what? what are, so you said now. I got a few. Okay. I, I like to be the first one on the plane. I do. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. That, was, that was a good one. No, what you, what's some other ones? Like, what are some other ones? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like we found, like, we both found some quirks over, over the Snacks. travel. Snacks. Snacks is I a big thing. I need my snacks when I travel. Big thing. I need my snacks. Yeah. I think everybody's like that, though. Like snacks. Favorite snack on the airplane. Sour, Sour Patch. Patch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Favorite, like, what's your favorite meal when we travel? Um, I don't know necessarily if I have a favorite meal. Um, Because we're foodies, so we like trying different things. Yeah, that's so. true. I don't understand enough. I have a favorite. Yeah. What's my favorite snack on a plane? I don't think I have one. I don't think you necessarily have a favorite snack. I got I mean, gum. Yeah. And water. Yeah. I'm so basic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like we we both do like Twizzlers, like on road trips, you yeah, know, stuff like that. Road trips are a thing. Yeah. Did we do the karaoke road trip this year? That was this year. Was it this year? Or last year? It was spring. Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, because we went to the conservatory. Oh, okay. So this is what we did. We did a road trip, a random road trip. You'll find this video on my Instagram, <laughs> at Stephanie Carroll. <laughs> so we did this random road trip. S-T-E-F-A-N-I-C-A-R-O-L. <laughs> so we did this random road trip. It was so fun. And we we're in the car already. karaoke No, no, no. We're already speaker. in the car. Right, no, but I'm saying, but we, it was just a random road yeah. trip. Like, we just said we're going to go, you know, wherever we went. I forget where we were going. And, um, you know, my wife, she has um, these amazing ideas. They're just, they're um, they're so great. They're, they're, they stretch you, you know, they very much, they stretch <laughs> you a little bit. And um, so she said, you know, I think I want to do like karaoke. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to go somewhere to do karaoke. She's like, no, like in a car. I'm like carpool karaoke what it's a thing and i mean i was like i i've seen the shows where people have done it but like we brought like an entire My karaoke system. system the entire speakers the, the speaker microphone. with the microphones <laughs> and the stuff we use for performances absolutely we had a whole live music setup <laughs> in, in the, the back, back seat, seat. <laughs> and it actually was super fun. It, it was, was the best fun. road trip ever. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, no, close to the when we went to the mountains. That was probably the best. <laughs> we need to get those videos. Yeah. So, I mean, so the moral of the story is try new things. Yes, try you new know, things. Oh, what is a new thing that you tried this year that you never did before? Mm, good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What's something new that I tried? Something new. Any mm. new books? Did you read any new books this year? Well, I mean, I, I have a few that have been circulating. Yeah, my on my circuit circulatory circuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed Milet's um Power of One More, uh John Maxwell's new leadership book, um in communicating, um, Lewis Howe's um, greatness mindset. I have something new that you did this year. What did I do? We're on it. Oh, yeah. We launched an entire podcast. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We That's actually did. Huge. That's you huge. You wrote it down that you wanted to do it five years ago. Five years ago. And then we did it. And here you we are. It. 
on Here a random are. Friday. We just, I don't, you know, that's one of the things too, is that I'll have an idea and then just one day just sit down and create it and just, it's like, hey, there it is. So if you're following this for the first time, welcome. Welcome. Please catch up. Welcome, There's welcome. some good stuff here. It's Absolutely. Lots of nuggets. But if you're not following it for the first time, this is your first time here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good host. <laughs> I'm doing, a first time host. You're doing awesome. If this is the first time you've listened to William Jackson, mm-hmm. please share this mm-hmm. with a friend so yeah. that they can hear all the goodness. Absolutely. I won't be hosting every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this the podcast has been really... Um, it's been transformative for me because it continues to challenge me in areas of growth and productivity. You know, we've done a lot for um, businesses and done a lot for churches and done a lot for just people in general and organizations. But the podcast is a place where, you know, I've been able to just come and just dump and just grow and just, you know, share some of my feelings and thoughts and things that I've learned on the journey. And, and it just, it's, it's great to sort of see the evolution of it and going back and finding moments. It's like, you said, it's like that time capsule, yeah. you know? So I go back and listen to episodes periodically and, you know, sort of see what was the, the place that we were in then and how yeah. we're growing and evolving. So and it's um, so cool to hear the feedback when people write you. And yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is so what I needed to hear. And yeah. They're sending you like they, they couldn't wait to listen to the next one. And yeah. Just to hear the feedback from people who don't even follow you on social media. Yeah. It's so special. Yeah. So I'm grateful for you, all of you who are listening and who tune in. And, um, you know, I did the report and seeing people from all over the world, yeah. from South Africa and Asia and in Canada and, of course, the U.S. But um, to so see cool. all of you who are tuning in in the U.K. and um, it's, I'm humbled. I'm humbled by it. I'm humbled by you rocking with me and, and hopefully you're getting something out of these episodes because I am. So, yeah. um, super they grateful are. for you. They all. Are. It's yeah. so special. Yeah. man. What is, um, your, what's, what's your goal for next year? Like, do you have any goals set or do you have any vision yeah. for 2024? Yeah. So, um, I got a, quite a few things. So we have not even talked about this, so don't give everything to yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So got quite a few things for 2024 that I'm excited about. My goal is to, um, get that, my second book completed, that mm-hmm. leadership book. Yeah. Um, get that out. Um, we started hosting, uh, live events virtually. So, yeah. um, we're doing live events every month. We have a big one coming up in January. Yeah, so I'm doing an event that. called Thrive, um, and it's 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 going to be really a transformational event that's going to help people set up the new year because people get in this place where we start making resolutions and mm-hmm. you know it's 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 things and fads and you know there's sort of unrealistic expectations, but having a concrete plan with tools and life application things Mm -hmm. that can help you actually stick to it, making goals that stick. Um, And then uh, tapping into the areas of, you know, really understanding who you are, doing a mindset reset Mm -hmm. um, because you can't go any further than where you think that you can go, you know, challenging our perspective for more, Um, you know, doing a fear detox. I, I noticed just how many people are struggling internally, consciously and unconsciously with fear yeah. where it keeps them from stepping into areas that they desire to be in to really experience more out of life and taking the leap that's necessary. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about the live events. Um, and then the live events are going to lead to um, the live virtual events are going to lead to live events. So Uh, I'm excited about that and doing a lot more travel and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, 2024 is going to be awesome. We've got a lot of things in that, in the works. So it's going to be great. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm celebrating my birthday tomorrow and it's just always an amazing thing to really just have another year, Mm -hmm. another year and really know that it could have been another way, you know? life could have really gone 
a different direction. And, you know, to, it hasn't been a crystal stare, you know, it hasn't been always the easiest, but I've learned to love the parts that are ugly and dirty and the parts that are difficult. I've learned to love them because they are just developing me and strengthening me and preparing me for what's next. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's so awesome to know how God works that he doesn't I always say blessed is the man who's not elevated before his time. And when you stay in that place, you can lean and learn and develop. It just makes success so much sweeter because you can sustain it. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. It's not to just get there, but to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> What is something that you're most proud of over the last year? Or maybe your whole life? Whole life. <laughs> My whole your life? Whole life. <laughs> what? Um, I'm most proud. I'm most proud of not allowing life, loss, lack, difficult times turmoil, stress, all of the things that I've experienced in life to turn my heart cold. Mm. I'm most proud of still having a soft and tender heart for people um, to be able to lead with love and compassion and empathy. And um, yeah, I think I'm most proud of that. I'm most proud of, of not because so many people go through things and it changes them. It changes their internal emotional makeup right. and um that's probably what i'm most proud of is that after all of it all the things you know that nobody knows about you know you know but i mean stuff that nobody <laughs> knows about and it, it's crazy it, i see the things and i see you go through things just in our short period of life together and how i would respond <laughs> and how i would receive things and look at it is like, oh my gosh, how are you, what? <laughs> like, how are you just okay? How did that not bother you? How did that not hurt you? And and, and it bothers me. It, 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 yeah. it, it definitely gets to me. But you don't, you have this emotional regulation where it doesn't, it doesn't create this like different, like your perspective is just so beautiful. Well, I appreciate it. And, and when you say, all, listen, people, when he says all of that, it's real life. It's real truth that comes from his soul because I live with this man. <laughs> He's not this talk. And in the beginning, you know, of our relationship, I'm like, okay, is he real? Like, is that really is, how you feel all the time? Is a robot? He is AI all day. <laughs> uh, no, but like watching you, watching you bounce back from things that would probably break a lot of people is so inspiring. Mm. And I think it's it's beautiful that you share that. Yeah. Thank you for that. No, I, thank you for that. Like it's a it's a beautiful part to know that. Um, that's that's one of the things that keeps me in a place where yeah, something I'm proud of is just because I know that the journey is not just for me. It's, it's, I almost take it as a personal mission to, I got to come out of this and I got to be better. I got to be stronger. I got to make it through this, not only for my wife and my child and my children, it's, but for the people who are coming after me, you know, it's almost like a personal mission to, to matriculate through tough times effectively, Mm -hmm. because if I don't make it through how many people coming behind me don't have the blueprint to make it through. They're watching. Yeah. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Yeah. What's something you want to do better at next everything. year? Everything. I want to get better <laughs> oh my at God. everything. No, I am seriously. asking the highest achiever in the world. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, pick one thing though. I want <laughs> to be, um, but I can't. Like I, I want to just grow, grow and, and be better just all the way around. I want to be a better yeah. husband. I want to be a better father. Oh. I want to be a better leader. I want to be a better podcast host. I want to, <laughs> I just, I want to be able to communicate better. I want to be able to, um, I want to just be able to be better at everything. I can't literally, I just, it's a hard question. <laughs> I can't pinpoint one thing that I want to get better at. No, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that I really want to get better at and prioritize. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and what you think I'm going to say? I, I'm going to be honest. I'll tell you if, if it's right. What you think I'm going to say? No, I'm so nervous. Okay. So I'll tell you. And then Three, you tell me if you know. Two, one. Sleep. Snacks. 
snacks. So sl- I was gonna say sleep in my health. So, but snacks tie the health. Is I really want to prioritize being able to get effective rest. Um and just really, I need to stop snacking. <laughs> I, I so do much. need to stop snacking. You can snack, just not like. Some but see, I snack in the middle of the night, like <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning. No, you've no, you've done a lot better. Unless I'm just sleeping harder, you've done really good <laughs> this year. I have to say, you've done really good at that. I've tried to get better. I tried um, to get better, but we, I snack. He, I'm a, my I'm husband, my my sweet husband, has the sweetest tooth. I do. And he's so sweet. I do. And <laughs> but, it's just, but we're I, working I love on that. Just sugar. sweets and cupcakes and, <laughs> and cookies. And, and candy. You know, and I keep telling her, don't buy it. Don't buy it. But you know, it's hard. But if I a, don't buy a it, seven year old. Next thing you know, he runs to the store down the yeah, street and then it's here. You know, so. it's just, but we've been, we have been much better this yeah. year. So I really want to prioritize this. like my health to a degree where I am making, um, just more of a focus on longevity. Yeah. You know, I want to be really intentional about increasing my productivity in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like want to be able to go from event city to city, you know, whatever the case may be. Still and get good sleep. Yeah. Still get good sleep, you still know, still be effective because I just, I'll sleep for a couple of hours and I'm up. And um, I think that's from your previous life. Like when you were traveling the world, like every other day was a different airport. Yeah. I think your body's still in that like sleep pattern. Well, I need to get out of it. Like, I know. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, have, I want to prioritize. Worked on that. We, yeah. we worked on that this year. I want to prioritize, prioritize my sleep yeah. and, and my health in and a greater way. What about, um, what about next year is like, are you most excited for Like, what are you really looking forward to? Any specific events, any specific things? Um, no, I just have the whole year. Yeah. I have a great, (laughs) great level of expectation for 2024 just because there's so many things in so many areas, you know, from, you know, my personal business of coaching and author and speaking and then, you know, business stuff. And you have some big speaking, you know, we got some big stuff. We got some big stuff in the works, you know, so, um, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm excited about it. A part of me learning how to stay in the moment is being able to prepare for next and forecast effectively, but also take each moment as it comes, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, because things happen and change on a dime, yeah. you know, in this entrepreneur life we live, it's one moment you can be here. The next moment you can be in Paris or, mm-hmm. you know, in Abu Dhabi, you know? So, um, by the way, if you guys are booking in Paris and Abu Dhabi, <laughs> you can contact me and my team at Bora, info Bora, at the official William Jackson.com. <laughs> By all means. Um, so, yes, yeah, yeah, anything um, <laughs> tropical and anything with a beach, uh, you know, we will come but we'll, here's the price. thing. We'll come I- I- anywhere, to <laughs> yeah. be honest with you. Well, maybe not any anywhere. Um, yeah. Just just hit my table. We'll talk about it. So I'm excited just about. Yeah. Just just life on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's always hardest when you're about to break through to another level because the pressure um, you know, and I don't know if I've ever got the analogy until right now. Imagine being in a glass cylinder and while you are in there, you're comfortable in the space, but then it starts to fill up. Right. And say if it's filling up with water or sand or whatever the case may be in order for it to break through to the next level, it literally has to fill to its capacity. Mm-hmm. But the process of it feeling to its capacity almost makes you feel like you're drowning. Oh, that's so good. Because the water is rising, the sand is rising, and it's pushing you against the ceiling, Mm -hmm. and it's filling up behind you. And everything that you knew or had an idea of in this place no longer exists. You can't even see where you are. You can't even see the bottom anymore. And you're pressed against the top, and it appears like it's nowhere to go. But it has to feel to such a capacity, even to a degree where it may actually overtake you for a moment. 
where the water rises to a place where you may have to hold your breath for a second Mm -hmm. or the sand rises to agree where you now you can't move and you can't breathe. But as it continues to fill that space, once it explodes, it brings you into such a larger space and a larger area. So I think that knowing that the the way things have been happening has been the pressure of knowing that we're about to step into a new space and season and it's been filling up mm-hmm. and it's like, OK, you know, now I'm pressed against the ceiling. There's nowhere to go. And this continues to rise, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you have a, a opportunity there. I think everybody believes that they have faith. I think internally people believe that they have faith for whatever they're believing for, for whatever their dreams and goals are. But faith is not faith until it's tested and it's chosen. Mm -hmm. People say, yeah, I have faith. I believe. Okay. But then when we get into tough times, Mm -hmm. then you really see what comes out. It's not faith. If I have nothing to choose it against, like if I'm at a place where I am at my wits end or stuff is life is happening and I feel like it's crushing me to a degree that I can't move or maneuver or even manufacture in, then I have to choose. What am I going to believe? Am I going to believe that this is the end? Am I going to believe that that things stop here? Or am I going to believe that this crushing, this, this pressing, this place where I feel like I'm drowning is only setting me up to expand in every area of my life. You know, you people, I just think that people generally have an idea that makes them believe that they have faith, but then you really find out when it's tested, like, what do you believe when the doctor says that it's not looking good? Like that's when you got to choose. That's when you, when you've been sitting in a place for a long time and nothing seems to be changed. That's when you have to, you got to choose now. You know, and it's my goal to just always be in a place where I can make the right choice Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be an opportunity to choose. Am I going to choose what I'm feeling? Am I going to lean into that? Am I going to be overcome with what I'm seeing or am I going to walk by faith? Mm -hmm. Because the true essence of walking by faith is being able to look at the situation, look at the prognosis, look at the finances, look at what's happening around you and still say, I believe. So what would you say? to someone who needs that message of hope and how to believe and how to step into that faith. Yeah. I think that it has to be learned, you know, and most people, they tell you to believe, but they don't tell you how they tell you, well, you should believe you just got to hold on. You got to believe. Okay. But they don't tell you that it's a incremental practice every single day. Like you can't get to a place where you're choosing faith If the one time that you have to choose it is when you're at your wits end and you're at your breaking point because you haven't developed it enough. Mm -hmm. Like faith is like a muscle, Mm -hmm. like it has to be developed. So I'm constantly curating faith. I'm constantly listening to things. I'm constantly saying things. I'm constantly. My faith comes by hearing. Absolutely. You got to hear it. You got to speak it. You got to embrace it. So I'm constantly working on it. So I have it prepared for when life happens. So it's having the space of knowing that, you know, and even if times where you don't get it right, it's knowing that there's still another opportunity to choose it again or to make the right choice or to correct even the wrong choice. It's, it's knowing that as long as there's breath, there's opportunity. As long as I'm breathing, there's another chance, you know? So just, just having the awareness of I'm constantly developing it. I'm constantly prepping it. I'm constantly working it out. Um, so that when I need it, I can lift what I need to lift. You know, it's like not ever going into the gym and then someone comes and puts a gun to your head and say, (laughs) get in here and lift these 300 pounds or I'm going to shoot you. Like no matter how much fear or if you haven't prepared for that type of weight, it's going to be a sketchy situation. And it can happen at any moment. Any moment. And so for me, I'm like, I need the faith every single day. Yeah. So it's like, just why stock up when I need it? No, mm-hmm. I need it like today. Like, 
right now, now. <laughs> right now, every day, every moment, every day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so important to also know that like, if you don't have the faith yet, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Because some people just can't even see through the fog to mm-hmm. have that faith and yeah. that hope. And that's why things like what you're listening to and what you're watching are, yeah. are so important because faith is also contagious mm. is, is if I don't have it and I get around people who do, then that will start to catch yeah. with me that if something so will spark in me, that makes me feel more like I can yeah. it's, it's in the space of knowing that, okay, if I don't have it today, you know, and we've, we just talked about this, like mm-hmm. some days where I'm leaning on you and you're leaning on me. It's, mm-hmm. it's having that. And even if we're not available, if you're out or if I'm traveling or if you're traveling and, and having something that I know I can go to, to yeah. listen to, to watch, that's going to inspire me. It's constantly exposing myself, you know, because I also think that to your point that people think that building faith is their sole responsibility Mm. that I have to build my own faith, right? That I have to. And if I don't, then it's my failure, Mm -hmm. right? When in essence it's faith. It, like you said, it comes by hearing, it comes by exposure. So it's me opening myself up to other people. It's opening myself up to God. It's opening myself up to podcasts and to, you know, things that I'm listening to and watching because as I see it and as I hear it, it filters down into me and then it starts to catch, you know, and just the people that you hang around are so important. Like one of the worst things that I think people can do is surround themselves with pessimistic people. Mm -hmm. Like, and here's the thing, if you're a pessimist, I'm not knocking (laughs) that where you are or your view, I, I would challenge it. And my desire would be to help you change that. But I'm not knocking people who look through the lens or look at the glass half empty because those people help bring rationale and logic and you you know for people like me who can venture (laughs) off into dreamland and you know as a visionary i'm like oh yeah we can do it and we can do it and you know then my wife brings me down and says um (laughs) this maybe this man told me the other day he wants to buy a spaceship. So, okay, I let's mean. put it in context. <laughs> right. Because like, we're a, watching a, a movie. One? Are we talking about a toy spaceship or a real one that we get into? And you're about to try to. We haven't even gone skydiving yet, but now you want to go on a spaceship. Okay, so here's the thing. I've, I believe that we already have the technology for spaceships. Right. And I think that if you could, now I'm not saying that I would, but I do see the value in having a ship that you can vessel that you can hop into. Like, then I don't have to go to the airport. Maybe I just need another plane. Maybe I just, maybe that's what I need. I need a plane. Baby step this. So we're going to do like. Let's do a plane and then we'll think about spaceships. Yeah. I, I was, and private jet would be really nice. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So we'll do that. Yeah. Let's do a boat, you know, stay on the earth for a little bit. Mm, okay. And then maybe venture off into like the sky. Like, you know, my, my bucket list is, is the hot air balloon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. we can do that. Okay. And then kind of work our way into the clouds. And yeah. maybe like 20 years from now, yeah. there'll be like spaceship rides. And so I, I'm not talking about spaceship, like going <laughs> to another planet or outer space. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking. You left about, that very open. No, I'm do. talking about a spaceship, like in terms of imagine, like a helicopter, right? Who has the ability with jet engines that can travel high? It's a like a smaller vessel, so you don't. It doesn't require. When I think about spaceships, right? I know we're, we're going, going. We're way going off. way off, way off. <laughs> this is us. But when I think it. about spaceships, I think about a vessel. <laughs> That can take off, right? That can land anywhere that doesn't have to. That's a like, drone, baby. No, but that's what a <laughs> drone a is giant, a mini spaceship. You want a, dr- a- <laughs> you want a giant drone that can carry you. Yes, because okay. here's the thing is if you can board a vessel <laughs> like a helicopter, right? People travel by helicopter a lot because 
I can just take off from where I'm at. But, I can land wherever I am. Let me, let me, let me I'm going to make you a believer. Not wherever. I can land, but I'm saying I can, la- I don't have to be confined to an airport yeah. or like a landing strip. Like I can land in a patch of grass. I can okay. land on a boat. I can land on a. I see where we're going. So, but a helicopter is limited in its ability, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to, when I say spaceship, I'm really talking about a helicopter and plane combination. Now we're creating new inventions. Yes. Okay, so when you say spaceship, I just immediately saw my my sweet husband as an astronaut trying to fly into like Saturn or something. No, 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 no. I'm okay with the idea, but like, but we're going on. I'm sorry, everybody. We went way off. Yeah, but this is what we do. Welcome to our life. (laughs) These are the kind of conversations. Visionary. (laughs) Back to being a visionary. So I need to copyright that idea though. Um, so okay, your last question: If you could invent anything besides the the hell of spaceship helicopter spaceship, well, so here's the thing: <laughs> I can't say because I have inventions that are in the works. So okay, I can't like That's true. Okay, you know, um, but if what I could invent anything right now, like today, and magically, like it's here, like a poof type thing. Yeah. Um, here's the invention. Uh, a teleportation device. Ooh. Like we could literally teleport. Like hit the button I'm and there. we're on the beach. Okay. Like I'm on an there. island. That not would be not like a dope. virtual thing, but like no, a like an actual. Life. Yes. Wow. Cool. Yeah, that would be my thing that I would invent. Do you have any birthday wishes for tomorrow? Uh, my birthday wishes to just spend time with my wife and my son and just enjoy life. It's just to be happy and at peace <laughs> and, <laughs> and really just, you know, just prepare for, for the new year. I don't, I don't necessarily have any wishes. It's, it's nothing that I necessarily want. I'm just, just want to spend time with my family and friends and just, yeah, just be at peace. Yeah. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's coming, not just for me, but I'm excited about what's coming for everyone that's listening. You know, um, I'm grateful for you all listening to <laughs> our conversation, <laughs> um, but also knowing that in every facet of life, there's always going to be opportunities to to choose what you are going to believe, what you're going to accept you know, and it's my goal. My birthday wish would be for everyone that listens to this, for them to be in a space where they know that they have everything that they need already inside of them to access a life of complete fulfillment is that they don't have to live beneath their purpose. They don't have to settle for a life where they are unhappy and unfulfilled that everyone deserves and can achieve a level of purpose and power and and step into all the things that they were created for. I think that that's available for everyone, no matter where they are. I've been through ups and 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 low, low, low downs, but I'm here as a testament to say that it always turns if you have the right perspective and you have a plan. And it's just my goal to help people shift their perspective and to develop that plan and to walk into it. So I'm excited. I'm excited about these events, um, you know, that you can actually find out about the one that's coming in January. It's going to set the tone for the year. Um, and I really just I just want people to to win. I want people to live fulfilled Mm -hmm. and I want people to know that their life has purpose. It has meaning. It has value and that everyone, everyone, no matter where they are from the CEO to the fortune 500 company to, you know, the, the guys in the hood on the block, like everyone has the potential for more and, that their purpose and their destiny and their dreams are accessible and that they, they deserve to tap into those places and to live a field life that they are, they are worth it. Yeah. So that's my birthday wish is that everybody would know that and feel that. And no matter where they are in their situation or in their pain or in their loss, 
even in the darkest times that they would know that their life has purpose. It has meaning. And if they just keep pushing and hang on and have the right perspective and implement the right tools that it will turn in their favor. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. William Jackson for joining this podcast. today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm here. Thank you for having me. Thank you baby, for coming in and thank and, you for uh, being alive and having a birthday. Come on. <laughs> listen, so we're going to have some cake. I know. I already know you want German chocolate cake. Boom. Here we go. And do you want ice cream too? No, you know, I'm not really cream. like an ice cream. You're you know, not. I'm yeah. not an ice cream fan. Like okay, I'll so do it. German um, chocolate cake. Yes. And we already know where we're going to dinner. Yes. Excited I about mean, I that. I can't even like fake that to you. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so um, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Excited. So thank you all um, thank you. for rocking with the podcast and for just everything that's coming, knowing that there's so much more in store. So much more in store. So I'm excited. I'm excited about all of it. So this this is your show. Any last words you guys think? I think I'm out of questions. I think you said enough. All right. I love when you open your heart and pour it out. It's so beautiful. I'm so grateful for you. I love you so much. I love you. Till next time. And we love you, everybody. Take care. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving, and remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed when life happens.